Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on August 22nd, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just This that. segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your actualized visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your actualized visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions. Your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here in The South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I am well. I am well. Listen, um, uh, I just wanted to uh, make a note real quick before I forget. Um, next week, holiday yeah. weekend, no shows. We're not going to be doing any any, nope. any new shows next week. We'll we'll run some. Uh, we'll 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 air some reruns. Okay. Holiday weekend. Holiday weekend. Sure. Yeah, so I just wanted to mention yeah. that. Um, and then um, you, you, you got my weekend guide this morning. Lots of fun right. stuff going on this weekend, you know, this coming weekend. Uh, I am going to one of my favorite events of the summer. Can, can you guess you know <laughs> what it is? Uh, let me see. Does it involve... Music? <laughs> yeah, it it does. It does. Um, I, no, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to make you guess because there's a ton of music going on this week, next weekend. Um, I'm going to the Endless Summer Beach Party Saturday night for the Richstone oh. Family Center. Yes, uh, that is always yeah. such a fun event. Uh, it's actually on yes. the beach. You know, one of the few parties that are actually on the beach. Um, yeah. And and they is that they this have. Weekend? Yeah, it's this Saturday. They have the best band. Don't ask me the name of it right. off the top of my head. Uh, but don't ask me the name of it, but they have the best band, and you literally 
you dance all night. You dance. All, I mean, there's food mm-hmm. and there's drink and lots of great people and stuff. But 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 the dancing, you know, I'm I'm a danceaholic. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to that Saturday night. It's a great event. Um, it sells out every year. I don't know if it's sold out yet. So mm-hmm. anybody listening, if you haven't gotten your tickets right. yet. Get them now because right. it's the best beach party of the year, um, and, right. uh, and 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 as I said, there's a, a lot of other uh, musical events next weekend. Um, and have I told you about the Baleen Dockside parties? Have you have you heard about that yet? Have you have you done that yet? No, I haven't been there yet for the Dockside parties. Yeah, yeah, they um, they, they've been doing them several years. Uh, just downstairs from Baleen by their their fire pits and their little outdoor lounge, and I, I you know I guess too many people were showing up. It was a small space, so they moved it down to the gas dock. And uh, I was down there a couple of weekends ago, and I'm going again on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. That's a that's a All totally right. South Bay, a totally South Bay thing. Right. You know, you're right there on the right. water. You know, the boats are going by, the paddle boarders, the kayakers. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing that. I, I got a I got a fun weekend planned. All right, I like that. Oh, yeah. I love the Richstone Walk, and of course, uh, the party is amazing. It is. It's a fun fun it. night, and uh, and we're going to have Roger mm-hmm. on, uh, Roger Van Remen on uh, sometime I believe in October. Um, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but mm-hmm. he's going to be on. It's uh, uh, it's uh, National National Domestic Abuse Month, so uh, he's going to mm-hmm. be, be our guest show and uh, and and talk about that and what Richstone right. Family Center is doing, and they do so much for our community. Right, right, fantastic. Okay, oh. okay. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it now, Joe. Uh, you know that I had one of the producers of the new Hermosa Beach Summer Series scheduled to be our guest this morning. I, it, he's been scheduled for months. Um, his people contacted me yesterday, and they canceled. Um, and, yeah. you know, when somebody cancels at the last minute like that, we normally scramble to book another guest. But I figured we'd stick to the topic without the guest and take calls on the subject. All right. So um, okay. uh, we're going to we're, we're, we're opening up the phone lines to get some local opinion on the event last weekend. Um, and I was as I said, they 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 contacted me yesterday they, to, to cancel on me. Um, and they said that they were working on uh, making some changes for the event this coming weekend due to concerns expressed by the community. Um, I don't know. Have you been following this? I have a little, yes, a little. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, there is a lot of concern. Mostly, I'm following the concern from the businesses because that is they they have been so supportive of the summer concerts uh, years past. Yeah, but, um, that 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 was one of the big issues. Um, just for mm-hmm. anybody listening that is not familiar. For years and years and years, uh, Hermosa Beach had concerts on the beach every Sunday in August. Um, I believe the city mm-hmm. did them originally, and I guess for the last 10 years, it was uh, the people at St. Rock were producing them. And um, yeah. it, it, was what you, it was what you did on Sundays in August. I mean, everybody went. Right. 
Everybody went. Right. And and you know they they had a, a, a very diverse lineup of bands. Uh, there was a little bit of something for everybody, and it was it was what you did on Sundays in August. It it it, it was just that's what you did. <laughs> um, yeah. Everybody went. You, you could you could literally go by yourself. You know, put your your chair in the sand, and within minutes you'd run into you know half the neighborhood. So so it it, <laughs> it, it was a tradition. It was a much loved tradition. Uh, anyway, this year a new producer took over the concerts and they're no longer called the concerts. They're called the Hermosa beach summer series. And instead of having mm-hmm. it every Sunday in August, they switched it up to two weekends in August, both days, Saturday and Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to remember it, in prior years. Did, did they leave the stage set up? Up all week? Did they leave it up all August, or did they put it up and break it down every Sunday? Do you do you do you know the answer to that? I don't know the answer to that, except uh, uh, leaving the stage up for a month is excessive. So I would say they broke it down and put it up every week. Yeah, I never I never noticed that. I never I never made note of that. But I'm thinking maybe. The per- reason for this was, you know, it probably cost less money to have the stage there for two days and then take it down and then and then re re put it up again the following weekend. Um, I'm not sure the, you know, as I said, I'm guessing, <clears throat> um, you know, it had to do with the cost of it. But um, anyway, they, I, you know, I I'm excited for new things. I always get excited for new things. You know that sure. I, and. Yeah, and, and I, I like I like to you know see things change and evolve and stuff. Um, so when I got the information for for this new format, you know I posted the information. I was very excited about it and everything. Uh, and they were going to mm-hmm. add to it. It wasn't just going to be the music. They were going to do uh, on Saturdays. I think it was they were going to have a comic opening and then several bands. And then on Saturday nights. They were working with friends of the park to do a movie after the after the music was over. Um, no, no, right. no, uh, no movie on Sundays, but the two Saturdays uh, they're 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 doing movies. Um, and 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 if I remember correctly, didn't um, mm. they do movies on? Was it Friday night in prior years? The movie was on Friday and the concerts were on Saturday, or was the movie on Sunday? Uh. I'm trying to remember. <clears throat> but there would be one night with a movie and one night with a concert. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? I do remember that. You, but... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, go ahead. I I don't remember about Friday night. I don't remember. No, no, no. It wasn't Friday. It was Saturday night. Excuse me. Saturday night was the movie, and Sunday was the concerts. That's that was the old format. Okay. okay the, all right, that was okay. the movie was on Saturday, and that's as I said with Friends of the Park, they 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 present that. Um, so a different format. Um, now I I you know I got the information. I went to the website. You know I looked all this stuff up, and the first thing that jumped out at me was the two days in a row, the Saturday and Sunday. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My concern was that having 
the events two days north Saturday and Sunday, that it would dilute the local crowd. You know, okay. I, I don't – the first thing I thought was, well, I'm not going to go both both nights. You know, I'm not going to do that. I'll do one night, but I'm not going to do both nights. And it is primarily a local crowd, right? I mean, it, the vast majority right. of people attending our locals, you know, except when you get – you know, when we've had the big names, you know, the Jimmy Buffetts, you know, uh, when a big name, when, and there were a lot of them. You know, there were a lot of big names that played on that stage over the years. Um, and, and those obviously mm-hmm. would bring in their own audience in addition to the locals, and that's when the numbers would swell. I mean, I think Jimmy Buffett had something like 12,000 12, people, 15,000 people, something like that. <laughs> and I know other, like Eat would get like 10,000 people, you know. Um, but anyway, having it over the course of two days in a row, I just thought was going to dilute the local crowd. Um, and <clears throat> I think my my thinking was right on that because we attended Sunday, and yeah. we we normally have we have a friend that goes early to get seating, and this year we ended up riding our bikes together. Um, and, and, and we didn't get there particularly early. We got there about four, I guess the music started at four thirty, and we were able to sit very close. There were not a lot right. of people on the stand. Um, right. So, so, you know, and, and then as, as the evening went on, you know, more people came, but it was very thin, you know, you know how it is, you know, if you get down there. Yeah. An hour after it starts, you, there's no sand to walk on. You're you're walking from one blanket to the next, you know, one towel to the next. Uh, it's wall to wall people. Yeah. Um, but that was not the case this year. Um, uh, I, I, you didn't no. go. Did you? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't. You didn't get there Saturday no. or Sunday, huh? <clears throat> no, I did not. No, I've got yeah. family in town. Yeah. Ah, well, why wouldn't you bring them? They'd they'd love that, wouldn't they? Mm, well, they. Wanted to do other things. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, well, maybe you can take them if they're still around. Maybe you can take them next weekend. It's a very right. beachy thing to do. It's a very South Bay thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. anyway, so so that, that 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 was my thinking about the two nights in a row diluting the local crowd. What do you think? Do, am I completely off base there, or what do you think? It, it, I think. Uh, if there were, it's it, for me, it's not an issue. I think it's a great idea, but uh, you have to have the bands that the locals want to hear, and I mean the local residents want to hear, not the crowd well, wait a necessarily that comes from everywhere. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If it, would you have gone two night two nights in a row next weekend? Sure. Is there? I mean, would you, you would go two nights in a row. If the bands were like, I don't know how they would do this, but they had done some kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, demographics and, and gotten the bands that people want to hear. Yeah, I probably would go. Okay. All right. For if me, they had the band. Well, yeah, well, and that was, that was the other thing. KROQ was the big sponsor this year. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be ongoing or next weekend maybe they have another sponsor but this past weekend KROQ was the sponsor and and yeah. what you just said about the bands 
and it's not just my opinion. This was everybody I spoke to. The bands that played didn't reflect the local demographic. It, it you uh-huh. know, it was it was it was music you would listen to a karaoke. You know, everybody listened to karaoke when they were in high school. Um, you know, we we have a substantial mature older crowd in the South Bay, um, and and these uh-huh. events are family events. You know, they're family events. You know, it's multi generational. You know, you got little kids and grandparents and everything in between. Um, but I'll tell you, the group I was with uh, did not like the music at all. As a matter oh. of fact, uh, several people in my group left, um, including my mm-hmm. husband. <laughs> my <laughs> husband was like, I can't listen to this. He got up. He's like, I'll see you at home. And he left. Uh, and, and in addition, you know, I saw a lot of other people uh, – Picking up their chairs and their and their blankets and and leaving, you know the second the second right. band came, people were just getting up and leaving. Now um, I have to, you know, my uh, they opened with uh, School of Rock, which is, you know, I guess it's all over the country, and and it's a, it's a school, you know, and and I guess they teach music and form bands and all this other stuff. And uh, this was another. We have a couple of School of Rocks here in the South Bay. But this wasn't from the South Bay. This was a school of rock from another area of Southern California. Um, and, uh-huh. and I liked the music they played. I thought they were very good. Um, and then there was one band that I liked a lot, the Jacks. Um, I liked them a okay. lot better. Uh, you know, you could see people kind of bopping their heads to the music. But beyond that, it was, it was, uh, it, it, it was a bummer. <laughs> there, there, there was, yeah, it was. Uh, it, 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 people were not happy with the music. I, as a matter of fact, you know, I, I got up and I, I was walking, you know, along the. Uh, they have the, the sponsor tents and up, and I was on, I was on the, on the bike path, and I was surprised at the number of people that were leaving. Um, you know, you, there's always people coming and going, but it, there was a, a lot of people just, you know, they had had enough and they left. Which you know, right. uh, we didn't even make it to well. the um, we didn't even make it to the end. We 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 got up and left early too. So um, that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. You never you you can't get it right in the sense that everyone's going to love it. You you can only sort of go for the big fat middle, and if you go for the big fat middle, you're going to miss some people on the edges, top and bottom up and down, left and right. But the issue of of reducing the uh, sort of business available to local businesses instead of enhancing it, I mean, working with local businesses, finding out what went right for previous concerts. I don't, you know, what I would question is did the producers actually go to the local businesses and talk to them and ask them what worked? and try to match that or enhance that. Um, it seems that they didn't because the local businesses seem to have a very clear idea of what worked and what didn't work this time. Yeah. So, um, you talk about that for a little bit. I, I got a caller I got to check out, okay? Sure, sure, sure. It's 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 just a matter of, you know, uh, being a producer, you want to say, okay, yes, we're going to get involved in this. We know there's going to be um, 
a political dimension, there's going to be a business dimension, there's going to be a local resident dimension. So let's interview those uh, those uh, groups and uh, those constituencies and find out how we can best satisfy those constituencies. That's something I would imagine that you would want to do. And it could be that Joe? that didn't happen. Yes? Okay, so we have one of the, uh, one of the people working that works with the the, the new producer. One of the I don't know if he's a producer. We'll find out. His name is Jake. We have him on the line, and he wanted okay. to uh, clarify a few things for us. So, uh, Jake, hi, how are you? You're on the South Bay Show. Hi, let me just clarify. I'm I'm the festival director for the Beach Life Music Festival down at Redondo Beach, so it's not affiliated with this one. Oh, you you did right. bring up one of my festivals, which was the Jimmy Buffett Sin Fest. So I know right. a little bit about what you're talking about taking place in Hermosa. So I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to help you guys understand the dynamics of producing a festival or an event of this scope and scale in Hermosa Beach since I've done it for the last 25 years. All right. So, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I introduced you as being affiliated with HB, uh, 5B. You're not. You, you, you're not affiliated with summer series you do other things okay great correct so the new beach life festival which took place in may kind of is facilitating the gap between the old summer concerts and the new summer concerts so um that's where we kind of filled in that void so i do work with the right. old summer concert producers on the new event um, a lot of the things that you guys are talking about are kind of true kind of not true i just want to kind of put it out mm-hmm. there so people can think about a different way of looking at it. The new producers are trying to sure. do something good for the community. The issue is they're getting the fallback from the Teen Choice Awards, right? So it's not necessarily a okay. problem of the concerts, but it's the timing of the previous event the weekend before that's creating this negative dynamic because it's a series of lost weekends of revenue. So if you look at it from a producer's okay. standpoint, you still need to cover the cost of being able to produce a free event for a community, and, but you also yeah. have to take into consideration the businesses around. So there were some poor yeah. decisions in the permitting process, but really the issue is there was such a negative impact of the weekend before with the Teen Choice Awards that closed down the city that the city was hoping to make up lost revenue. And so what the businesses and the locals are saying is a consistent closures of streets and parking lots, which is creating kind of a boycott effect of the, some, the, the new mm-hmm. concert series. So it's a unique mm-hmm. dynamic that's happening right now. And I do feel bad for these new producers of the, the series because in theory, it's a great concept. It's free for the community. They're trying their best to pay for it. But at the end of the day, it's just bad luck being behind the TCA. Yes, mm-hmm. that the, mm-hmm. the teen the teen choice awards. There was a lot of blowback from that. Absolutely, um, I I rode my bike down. I I had no intention of going to the mm-hmm. event, but I wanted I wanted to see what was going on. So I rode my bike up, and it was a ghost town except for the line of people with wristbands. Um, they had they had several streets blocked off to traffic, um, and you couldn't get you couldn't get near the pier. Uh, unless you had a wristband, you weren't getting anywhere near near the pier or the beach in that area, um, and and of course, you know, fencing it off was another move that people weren't happy with. You know, uh, public mm-hmm. beach. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but but yeah, so no, I I, un- I understand that absolutely. The teen choice and timing is everything. You know, we all we yeah. all know that too. But yeah. So is this is this just as you said, bad luck with the TTA being the weekend before, and it's something that we can look forward to this coming weekend being better. I, I being a local because I live literally a block away from where this is all happening, there is a, a, a vibe of support local, right? And that's kind of what the push is right now because they realize that the business has lost anywhere between 40% to 80% revenue from the weekend prior from the TCA. And then they see, oh, they're putting yeah. com- competing beer gardens and competing food trucks, and now they're trying to take more business away. There's two ways of looking at yeah. it. A, you got to pay for the summer concerts, Right. The previous producers were losing money on them every year, and it was being supported by St. Rock and the local sponsors. But after right. 10 years of right. doing it and building up a brand name, at some point you can't keep affording to do a negative business, right? So hence right. why right. we were able to negotiate a deal and bring it to Redondo Beach to really do a true musical experience. On the flip side, when you look at how who's paying for it, and a producer comes in two months out, it's nearly impossible to pay for a mat, a large scale um, event of this type, which uh, sponsors two months out, right? When we brought Jimmy Buffett mm-hmm. to the beach, we literally had two and a half months of planning to make it happen, but it was supported by a TV yeah. network. And the whole goal was to bring people to the beach and do a live TV experience while showcasing the sands and the families of a beach city. So it was a different dynamic. And a lot of people are trying to com- compare our FinFest with TCAs or, summer concerts, but reality, you look at it, these things aren't cheap to produce. And so at the end of the day, right. money has to come from, come from somewhere, and the producers of the new series are, tr- are struggling or trying to be creative on how to pay for it. And that's what you guys got to look at is right. the dollars and cents. Do we want free concerts on the beach? Community is 100% behind it, but I don't think they all understand the economic model to be able to produce or leave a stage up. For four weeks, as you said, yes, the stage was left up the whole week. Um, it was, you know, kicked, cornered off. There's a lot of uh, negotiations involved to be able to afford a stage of that scale. So, right, it's a bigger back end economic model. And at the end of the day, where's the money coming from? You know, Hermosa Beach is a very mm-hmm. unique city. There's only about three to five places in California where you can actually do live, get permits for live music on the beach. And so the, the dynamics mm-hmm. of the state enhance Formosa as a live event destination, not just because it's Formosa Beach, because, but because of the permitting ability. That's why it's so unique mm-hmm. and so sought after. I mean, we've been doing live events in Hermosa since early 70s. You go all the way back to the 90s and you have the Mervyn Beach Bass, one of the biggest things that started here in South Bay. And then you look at the Mackay Sevens mm-hmm. in the Sand, AVP. So there's a history of live events here. What the city needs to do is the city really needs to create a special events department and understand how they can permit it and capitalize it better for the businesses. Because literally it's, it's two city staff members not understanding full-blown massive productions, looking at a permit, going hmm. to council, voting yes, and then it's kind of up to the producer to submit plans. And having done this process mm-hmm. thousands of times, there are better ways to do it. But we really have to look at, hey, we have, Hermosa has its beach, how do we permit it correctly? What are the steps to say, this is approvable. These are the nine things you have to check the box. Usually the TV productions that really cause all these issues and not necessarily mm. the Hermosa Fiestas, the summer concert series, 
this is just a series of weekends where the businesses are losing their parking lot. And if you look at the layout right. of Formosa, there are two lots that we could use for production, lot A and lot B. And lot B is used for Hermosa Fiesta because that's where the production right. zone, and lot A is their food court and beer garden. And it's a right. great design for Hermosa. And if you look at statewide, it's honestly one of the most sought after and looked at hometown fairs in the state because it's mm-hmm. been around so long mm-hmm. and it's so successful. There's a huge push in the city for, you know, people don't like it, people don't want it, but it's really an icon of the state. So it's pretty unique and it's done really well. Bell Services does a great job doing it. The, uh, right. the Chamber of Michael Commerce, Bell. It's their stable. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot on the back end that people just don't see. And so that's why I look at mm-hmm. this series and say, hey, it's tough for these guys. We wish them well. But in two months, how are you going to pay for, you know, free bands, stages? Uh, parking, back-end production. It's just a beast. Oh, no what, doubt about it. It, all, it always again? comes down to money, Jake. My name's Jake. Jake, Jake, there's, there's, there's something about the choice of bands and the choice of music. Can you talk about that? Because Beach Life was amazing. Uh, well, that's a, talk that's about a trick that. of the business. <laughs> um there's no formula. There really is no formula. You try to, you try to put your, the pulse on the genre. You try to put your, your finger on the pulse of the community. You try to find a niche that's missing and you roll a dice, you know, and for us, you know, our, our, yeah. our goal is to bottle nostalgia and, and bring everybody back to what the Southern California beach life was in the seventies and eighties and early nineties. So our whole brand momentum Man. is let's get back to what the beach culture was when you're, when you're, you know, we're in high school and you had the trucks on the beach and bonfires, your toes in the sand, what music were you listening to? And so that was our goal. Right. That was what we felt the genre and the pulse of the South Bay was. And, you know, we took the risk right. and said, we really believe that this is the direction we need. And luckily we were right. And, you know, now we're trying to build this year's. So it's hard to say any I, one I, formula is correct. That's why everybody doesn't go into the live event business is because it, it is a gamble. But at the end of the day, you really want to give back to the community something that they're they're longing for right. and striving for, and and those well, that can do it work, and those that can't, you know, they, they eventually events don't do very well. When it comes to gambling, Jake, there's gambling, and then there's poker. Poker is a game of skill, and there's something about the 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 group. You know the the Saint Rock Alan Sanford group that just know what they're doing. I don't think it's much of a gamble. Uh, I think what did Buzzband.LA say? Beach Life was a near perfect first year festival. How does that happen? We have the right team. We put together guys that have been doing this for 25 you know years. We have uh, right. just you know five or six key players that get it. You know, and I think that's the key is you come in this with with the team mentality to say, hey, we're all great at what we do, so let's all put our heads together, right. bang our heads against the wall, and and produce something that's never been done. And and luckily we have the right team. You know, there's a, I mean we're working every day for the next one, so we're in that process right now, banging our heads on the wall, saying, here's who we're gonna book, this is what we're doing, and it's just it's just having the right members, you know, as part of the team and. Alan's done a great job cherry-picking teammates that can produce high-quality, high-level, 
the, the proper elements that are needed for such a such, such a uh, large scale event. You know, and well, I've got, one thing, uh, you know, they, personally, I've got to say that working with the city of Redondo was phenomenal. They're 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 a great partner in it, and they've done more to help create a good event than any other jurisdiction I've worked with around the world. So that's been yeah, a phenomenal beach, relationship as well. Beach Life Festival was was spectacular. I was there all three days. Oh God, it was exhausting. <laughs> I was there all three days working in a, in a work capacity, and then and then getting back to my office and and doing write ups uh, until midnight. Uh, but it, it it was flawless. It was flawless. And there was so many different types of music at that event. There was something that appealed to everybody. And just the sheer scale of it, you know, there was plenty for everybody. Um, and But that's that was one of my biggest issues with this past Sunday. Jake, did you go to the event this weekend in Hermosa at all? Uh, I live right down here, so I walked by it. Um, I was pretty busy doing some other things. And, you know, but what, my wife goes to all of them, and she's kind of my eyes and ears. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm very aware of what happened. I, we know those guys. We do feel bad for them because they have the best interests at heart. They're not trying to do anything but keep the summer concert series alive. And so, you know, part mm. of me really goes out to them, but I really do fundamentally believe they're getting the blowback from the TCAs. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, right. And I, you know, and I know they're making changes now. They're, they're doing it the right way. Yeah. They're trying to take all the right steps. And they're just trying to keep something alive. But again, I think this whole problem starts in the permitting process back with the city and, and having to say, hey, guys, here's what we really need to have and have a special events team that actually understands large scale events to do the permitting correctly. You know, early on, I saw the layout for the TCAs and I looked at it and I, you know, tried to help them with some access points. But what they were doing was they were designing for TV and they weren't designing for a live event which is a completely right. different beast, you know, and Complete, unfortunately the business suffered, you know, I know those guys, 40 to 60% in right. uh, lost revenue. I was, you know, I was at Tennessee right. watching it and I felt bad for Paul and Shane and those guys. Um, at the end of the day, we have to do better job as event producers, understanding the business relationship with the community and saying, Hey, I'm not going to close off entrance to your, to your walkway. I'm not going to take away, you know, 50, 80% of your parking. One thing that we did with, right. you know, Buffett, or let me say FinFest, is we had a very unique traffic plan where we were trying to actually utilize the beach and utilize stuff without doing road closures. It worked until it got leaked, <laughs> who was playing, and then we had to design a whole new traffic system. But that stuff you just have to understand is going to come about when you bring celebrities and you bring um, athletes or you bring musicians to an open air. You know, it happens when I used to do the do tour, I was involved in the X Games, and you'd have, you know, professional athletes doing the same thing. So you have these these elements where you want them to be known so people will come to your event, but it, it's always about safety, not only for the consumer, not only for the public, but also for your celebrities, the talent that is bringing the people there. And that's a whole backside that people just don't, they forget about. Yeah, um, well... It sounds it sounds as though it, it it really should start with the city. I know you you mentioned permitting process for this, but I, I it just sounds like the city didn't particularly handle it particularly well. Uh, you can't, I mean, that let me let me take a step back. You don't want to blame the individual city. You want to blame the process, right? So the processes aren't well set up. 
thought out for large scale events. And, and you can look at AVP, you can look at multiple different large events that have been the staple of Hermosa for such a long time. And the processes just aren't in place to support the businesses, to support the city infrastructure. We're a one square mile city and we're bringing in 15, 20,000 people. There's a lot of big, big infrastructure questions that you have to resolve when you bring that many people in. And a lot of people don't realize if you're not from the South mm-hmm. Bay, 60% of your attendees are going to ride bikes, right? So right. if they're riding mm-hmm. bikes, where do we put all those bikes? And that's stuff that people just mm-hmm. don't realize unless you're from here. And then they start to realize, oh, if people are driving in, where do they park? Oh, wait, we've taken the big parking lot. Oh, what other parking lots are there? And then you start doing this whole analysis of all the infrastructure needs. And you look at Hermosa Beach, and that's one square mile. So there's a lot of challenges here. The flip side is you get to do stuff on the beach that you can't do in most of California. True. So that's the challenge, and that's also the benefit. So, you know, it's very unique here, but it's also a great place to do an event. It is. It is. And and Hermosa, I believe, owns their beach. Um, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know how that, as far as state, laws go uh, affect that but um i've been following it's very all of the chat very important that they own their own yeah. beach very important yeah. and it's very rare and the only reason that happened was because of the biltmore fire and it is very mm-hmm. it is a very important thing that hermosa beach has and they can utilize it better as a revenue stream there are so much things we can do by a city by owning the physical beach, that it's really impressive, and that if that that is thought through correctly, it's uh, mm-hmm. endless. Mm. Well, I, we appreciate your insight, Jake. Like Thank you, you for calling in. City council, Jake. There no, you go. I think you should run for city council, Jake. <laughs> I need a thirty-two hour day to be able to do that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I just wanted – I heard you guys talking. I heard my FinFest mentioned, so I thought I would just call in. Hopefully, give you guys some little. A little professional insight awesome. since, uh, you know, you guys were chatting about it, and I wish you well and good luck. Thank you, Thank Jake. You, we, we do appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Right. So, no, it's, he said it, it, always, it does always come down to the money. I mean, you know, things aren't mm-hmm. free. We have to, you know, they have to be paid for. Uh, but, again, right. the, the way things, you know, have been done, it just did not work. He said it. Hermosa Beach is a small city. I think it's what 1.3 square miles. Um, you know, yeah. that that pier plaza, the downtown area near the pier, ton of businesses there. Um, yeah, that the Teen Choice Awards did a lot of damage. Um, no, no doubt well, about no, that. Well, no, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. No, see, Jackie, Jackie, uh, the 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 whole issue. Uh, what Jake is really talking about is when the Teen Choice Awards were were a twinkle in someone's eye. Someone in the city with the appropriate experience should have known, okay, TV. When TV comes in, they want a certain thing. They don't care about what you what is happening in the actual physical space. They only care about what shows on camera. That's all they care about. And so they're going to shut everything down so they can control what shows on camera. That's how TV producers think. And you have to be aware of that. 
I understand that. But what Jake just said, you know, good example was FinFest. You know, it, that was a right. TV event, and 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 he did say they had a they had a plan, and then with all the people, you know, they had to change it up. Right. But they they didn't right. they didn't shut down all the streets around around Pier Avenue, um, and and. Again, well, that that was another aspect of this that we 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 started talking about is um, the businesses, you know, putting aside the Teen Choice Awards, uh, you know, they brought in food trucks and a beer garden, which competes with the local businesses, and it's and as Jake said, it's all about keeping it local. Uh, but when you when you bring in uh, yeah. food trucks to compete with the restaurants and beer gardens to compete with, with the bars, uh, you know, right. it's, you know, it's not, it's not putting the res the businesses first. Um, which brings me to, <laughs> okay. So the, what's the worst kept secret in the South Bay, Joe? What's the worst kept secret in the South Bay? <laughs> the worst kept secret in the South Bay that you can't, mm-hmm. well, that, uh, people are not going to drink on the beach. Well, the I worst kept is. secret is that, is that everybody brings their own hooch to these events. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, so so I mean, look at it, it's it's not a rave. As I said, a lot of families, a lot of young kids. People are going down. You know, they've got their their picnic blankets and their picnics, and they bring out the little those little sand tables, and they got the wine and the cheese. Uh, right. And 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 right. they make a night of it, all right. I mean, this has been going on for years. We all know you're not allowed to drink on the beach, but everybody does. Um, you know, right. l- locals keep it on the down low. Uh, but you know, I I so help me God, I've seen literally, I have seen people with portable uh, 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 blenders making margaritas at 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 the <laughs> beach. All right. I've yeah. seen people with portable blenders make it right out in the open. I, you know, you see people, they, they pull out the wine bottles, they leave them right on the tables, they drink it out of nice wine glasses. You know, obviously not locals. They're coming from someplace else. They don't know any better. Um, but, but this has been going on for years. So, you know, I don't know anybody that would leave the beach to go hang out in a beer garden. Would you? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, no. No, that, yeah, I mean, I might myself personally, but not when I'm going to be with my wife or my family. No, no. And that's, I think, part of it. Um, I think the other part is, you know, we need people in the city that understand where the producers for various events are coming from and already have an idea of what they should be doing for a particular event and they can coach the producers and they can tell producers, Hey, you have an idea about closing this space or using the space. No, that won't work, but we have something better that involves local businesses. And so that's what we're going to do. And uh, as long as we have someone in the city that, you know, is prepared to, you know, make the producers do what they should be doing, we're going to be great. Things are going to be great. I think Jake is right. It's such a treasure. Uh, Hermosa Beach has such an opportunity to make good money and to please, not just please, but but thrill local businesses. A lot of these events, when they come in, if they use local businesses for various parts of the puzzle, the local businesses would be singing their praises. 
instead of getting the torches and pitchforks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good description. The torches and, pitch, and pitchforks. That is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, you know, sometimes I, you know, as I said, my husband and I, and, and just a, a huge group of friends. You know, everybody goes. You know, you you ride your bike down there, and you, and you, you you text your friends, where are you? Or I'm over here. Or you know, you go to Facebook, see who's where. You know, um, but a lot of times, my husband and I, um. I don't necessarily want to go through the whole process of packing up a picnic. Yeah, we're on bikes, um, and we we have our chairs on our backs, you know. So, and my little my little cruiser basket can only hold so much. So we don't bring all the food and stuff. Um, a lot of times, what what JB and I will do is we'll get there, we'll get set up, we'll get our chairs in the sand, and then um, we'll go eat on Pier Avenue. We'll go to one of the restaurants on Pier Avenue and have a bite to eat, you know, and 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 you know, quick bite to eat and then come back. Um, but, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, enjoy that. And so the food trucks, yeah, the food truck, you know, maybe, um, I was going to say maybe they, uh, invite the local restaurants to do, you know, have tents in the parking lot instead of food trucks, but they have their restaurants. So why would they do that? And it's just, it's right there. Beer Avenue is right there. Yeah, I just don't. I don't care for the idea of the food trucks taking away from from the local businesses. So, um, and 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 the beer too. You know that whole thing. So, right, right. <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled. I think these guys. I mean, Jake believes that they have the the best interests of the city at heart. I think uh, this is going to go forward and it's going to get better because we don't have a choice, Jackie. Um, Alan Sanford and his crew are out. That's it. They're out. So we need well, they, a new crew of an... producers that understands. Hmm? Yeah. Well. Well, he's not out. Hmm? He's, he's moved out. He's moved south. He's he's moved south yeah. to Redondo. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And it, I just it, wanted. I just. I'm ahead. sorry. I just ahead. wanted to say real briefly that uh, they had. I was doing um, Uber during the Beach Life Festival uh, this past first annual Beach Life Festival, and I got to Uber one of the people, the key people for, I want to say Anheuser-Busch or Budweiser or one of their sponsors. Coors. And I asked him about it. Coors, yeah. I I took him to his hotel and I asked him about how successful he was. And he said it was amazing. It was fantastic for them business-wise. Bottom line is they made money, Jackie. Their sponsors were happy. The people that came were happy. The traffic flowed. Is You know, there's not much else you can say about it. It worked. But if you think about where it was, right in front of the, uh, the, the um, hotel, there, that whole area is designed for public events. It's designed. There's a hotel. There's condos, but there's a hotel. It, it, downtown Hermosa is just not designed for this kind of Teen Choice Awards thing. Yeah, it's that that was a bit of a disaster. Yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a disaster. Yeah. 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 It's still well, the other the a other small. 
Yeah, well, again, we go back to a small city and the infrastructure issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, parking, yeah. you know, you want people to come in from out of town, but if you don't give them any place to park, that's a bust. You know, and then, of course, you know, right. things like police and fire and emergency services, you know, it's it's a small city, you know, and, and I imagine that's another expense that the producers, you know, have to pony up for is, uh, you know, additional security in addition to all of, you know, the, 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 the stage stuff, uh, you know. So, yeah, no, it always comes down to the money. Um, and as I right. said, um, I was in contact with their team yesterday, and they said that they were going to be putting out a press release, I believe, today, uh, uh, talking about some of the changes they're going to make for next weekend. Um, and I just, I hope that, I hope that they have a, a more, more diverse uh, band selection. Um, that's what I'm hoping for, you know, more, more diverse bands, because the music last Sunday, I didn't go Saturday. So I can't speak yeah. to Saturday. I didn't know what they had Saturday, but uh, Sunday, uh, a little a little more diversity would have been appreciated. Mm. And because mm. um, you know there was a couple of other little things we noticed that uh, in the past there were speakers set up to amplify the music for people sitting a little further back. I didn't see any speakers, and we we weren't that far back. But like when the wind blew, you know the the music would kind of go in yeah. and out. You know, um, and as I said, we weren't that far back. And 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 in the past, um, uh, umbrellas and pop-ups are supposed to come down once the show mm. starts. And um, there was nobody really enforcing that. In addition, they had one of their sponsors line up uh, a row of yellow umbrellas uh, straight across, you know, from, from the bike path straight down to the water. Not all the way. But we we just so happened to be sitting behind them, and I turned to somebody and I said, "Umbrellas," and they said, "Yeah, they'll take them down once it starts." So we sat down, but they weren't taken down; they were kept up. So that blocked the view for quite a few people. So, um, yep, right. Some some changes will have to be made, and you know, hopefully it gets better. Um, I I imagine that they have some sort of a multi-year contract with the city to do this. So uh, let let's mm-hmm. let's hope for the best. Let's hope for the best. Um, hopefully they will, you know, uh, really sit down face-to-face with the local businesses and figure it out for next time and, and include the, the local businesses. They don't need food trucks. we got plenty of local restaurants. Yeah. So maybe but that's a part of the solution. How do they offset the cost? How do they offset the cost? That's the question. Well, they, I you mean, know, even uh, with in, you know, in the same way. It, well, in the past, they've had. I know uh, St. Rock had some big sponsors. They had L.A. Car Guy that was sponsoring it for years. Right. But as, right. as our caller just said, they've they they lost money every year still. Right. Right. Uh, because they couldn't do alcohol. That was the number one reason that Alan often cited. Uh, Beach Life Festival was completely different. They could completely exploit the alcohol and like Anheuser-Busch, like I told you, was one of their major sponsors. Um, that made it. It's the, that's, imagine a bar that can't sell alcohol. You know what you call a bar that can't sell alcohol? You're not going to call it a bar. Out of business. No, out <laughs> of business. Well, well you, that's see, that's, you, you see, that's just, you see, I have to disagree with you on that because, as I said, everybody brings their own 
food and drink. I, I just don't yeah, know but, how many people are gonna but, are gonna yeah. are, are gonna do that. Well, I mean, unless they get rid- yes, that was possible, but not at a festival, right? So the festival works. You're mobile. You can't bring your own. They sold a, a ton of of booze and they made money. Oh, you're talking. At the, you're talking about beachlet. You're talking about beachlet. I'm I, talking about the concerts on the beach in Hermosa. Right. For that, oh, I don't know how you're going to make money with it. I just don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, again, it always comes back to the money. Yeah, no, the Beachlight Festival was an enclosed event. You know, they had security. Right. They checked, they looked in bags and everything you wore, and they were very strict right. about what you could bring in, what you couldn't bring in. Right. But the right. concert on the beach, it, wide open event. You know, nobody's checking backpacks and stuff, so. Right. You know, right. it's 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 different. You know, I as I said, and not only that, but you know, why leave why leave the beach to go hang out in a beer tent in a parking lot? Is my point. Right. You know, you're you're there right. for the concert. So yeah. So anyway, right. they've obviously got some kinks they have to work out. Right. I wish them luck. I know that the their hearts are in the right place now. We we have that on on good authority from Jake. So we just have to, uh, we have to work with them, work with the city, help the city get more expertise so that they can work with producers of these various events as they come to town. Um, stuff like that. We need more well, professional you know, bureaucracy. Well, 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 you know, uh, again, uh, it's the first time doing it. You know, they'll, 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 tweak it here and there um but you know maybe yeah. maybe it's time for the city to you know have a fund for this you know you know put it put aside each mm. mo- a little money each year at, out of the budget and uh, to put it towards these special events mm. Mm. I, or, you know they i they <laughs> go ahead go ahead well no go okay. ahead okay that's a good idea that's a great idea i i remember discussions with Carla Merriman about the Hermosa uh, Fiesta, Fiesta de las Artes in Hermosa, which is, you know, every Memorial Day and every Labor Day weekend, it's coming up. And it's such a difficult process to, the city does not want to support that. The city doesn't want to put in money. They have to make money on their own, uh, to survive, and uh, that's been going on for decades. I don't know why that's true. The city doesn't it's find a, it, it to it, be... Well, it's a chamber event. The, the Hermosa Beach Chamber of Commerce yes. does the yes. Fiesta Hermosa. That, it's, the, it's a chamber event. Yes. Yes. So, and, and, you know, you know the other thing, the other thing, you know, about, you know, getting people into the area that don't live here, you know, people that have to drive. Um, I don't know that they had a shuttle service. For, I don't, well, I don't mm-hmm. know if they've ever had a shuttle service for the beach concerts, but that's an idea. That's an idea. Yeah. Uh, I know, don't they, don't they have shuttle for Fiesta Hermosa? Don't they have a shuttle service for Fiesta Hermosa? Every year, and they use uh, either Miracosta parking lot with the uh, or they use um north of grumman north grumman uh, yeah. allows them to use their parking lot for the shuttle so yeah so so maybe they maybe they institute a shuttle service uh, that way 
you know, it'll take the heat off of uh, the parking situation downtown. You know, and locals are going to ride their bikes or walk or skateboard or scooter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. to bring That'll people work. in from out of town, uh, shuttle service. Right. Right. That works. I think that that's one work. part of the puzzle. I think that's one part of the puzzle. So. Right. All right. Okay. Well, as I said, um, we were supposed to have them scheduled to talk, and they canceled at the last minute. And I, I, as I, I've been following all of this on, on social media, in addition to, you know, being there myself and talking to a lot of people and obviously some issues. Um, let's hope they get them all worked out for next weekend. Uh, and then, uh, right. and then we look forward to next year. Although I really wish right. they would go back to just every Sunday, you know, every Sunday. Oh gosh. You know, it's, it's like, it's what you do on Sunday. You know, people get up and they yeah. go to church on Sunday and then they go to brunch you know, and then you go home and yeah. you sleep, brunch off for a little bit, and then you get on your bike and you go to the concert in Hermosa Beach. <laughs> we might be able to convince them to do that, to go back to that format. That might be a, uh, something that uh, will happen, and that would be fun. That would be fun. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll Good see. Them, we'll though. see. All right. All right. Well, um, we are off next week. We're off next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll 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 pick a couple of shows to re-air, and uh, and th- yeah. gosh, next weekend next weekend is Labor Day already. Not this weekend. Next weekend is Labor Day already. Correct. Yeah. And next, uh, I'm sorry, not next, but tomorrow. Who's on the show tomorrow, Jackie? Oh, we're gonna have uh, Daryl Evans and Jennifer Pope from the LA King LA Kings Care Foundation, and and you know Daryl, he's the announcer. Yeah. For the LA Kings, yeah, they, yeah, we had them on last year. They're going to be on this year. They have three events coming up um, in September and October: a golf tournament, a taste of the South Bay, and their uh, 5K run walk. Uh, so we're going to talk about all of that with Daryl and Jennifer tomorrow. So I, yeah, I'm just anticipating that a lot of people are going to hear this show in podcast, and I want to make sure we get a, a plug in for tomorrow's show. So hey, uh, maybe join us tomorrow, can... Friday. Maybe we can get the L.A. Kings to help sponsor concerts on the beach. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all live in the South Bay, right? I'm sure they go to the shows. So, uh, yeah, let's let's uh, bring that let's bring that up. Maybe maybe we can get them to to help out. You know, they're here, okay. right? Okay. All right. They are. Okay. That's all right. right. We got to wrap it up. You go ahead and take us take us away. As, take us home. As always, thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Jeff. Hey, uh, no need for a uh, for a commercial. You you listen to this show, we hope, and uh, please join us tomorrow. Join us tomorrow, uh, every uh, Thursday and Friday at eight a.m. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>